Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Before we get into it today, if you're listening to this right now, please just take a quick second to rate and review the show five stars on Apple's podcast app. And you can also find the video version and all highlights from this episode on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, You can find it by searching my name, Felix Levine, there on YouTube. And my guest today, we are live with him from Los Angeles. You've probably seen him on Netflix's Too Hot to Handle. He is a social media sensation. Please welcome the ever funny Harry Jowsey. live <laughs> <laughs> you just put that out there right away huh? I, I, I told you before harry jowsey sir uh live from la i usually host uh, from new york so it's uh, it's a pleasure to be with you did here you in fly LA. in just for this i flew in for this i have tomorrow i have i don't know if i'm jonathan tucker do you know him he no. was, he's been on a couple netflix series kingdom nice. uh and then hopefully fingers crossed on uh sunday Ilya from uh, the vlog squad oh shit you're doing the rounds i'm doing the i but I'm, Damn, I'm, you're I'm, in and out. But I'm happy to be here with you today. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about this stuff. So first and foremost, ask my guests, you don't want me to tell you before, if there's a little tidbit, a little something that the world doesn't already know about Harry Jowsey, because I know you're already oh, out. You're, you're out there. That's good. Okay, I should have thought about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm an open book, so I just think my issue is, is I just overshare, so I tell everyone everything. So there's literally anything you want to know about me, you can just Google it, and I'll probably there'll probably be a video of me somewhere talking about it. Is there anything that you perhaps uh, try not to share with the world, but you could be comfortable sharing it right now? Um, that I'm a massive simp. Oh, yeah. he's a, <laughs> now speaking of, let's get <laughs> right to it. <laughs> I, I laid you up there. I laid you you up. did. So I was scrolling this morning. W- woke up on a little bit of a of a what's it called? The jet lag. Yeah. Going through TikTok. Mm. I'm not a big tick. I'm, I'm going to start using TikTok a little bit more. Obviously, you're big you got on it. there. Yeah. And uh, I see you post, honestly, a simp post. Let's be honest. I'm a bitch boy. A, a bitch boy. I didn't want to say it, but. You're allowed a, to. A big bitch boy. That's me. And you post a little, what was it, a, a, a duet of like some, <laughs> <laughs> of some, uh, of a video of you and, and Frankie, your former, your ex? It was a year ago today. A year ago. So, of co- well, you had to then, right? Yeah. I ex- think you woke up feeling like a simp, <laughs> is, what, <laughs> is what I think. Nah, I'll be completely honest, and I haven't even spoken about this on my podcast. Me and, uh, it was a year since the show aired, like, last Saturday. Okay. So I texted Francesca, and I was like, hey, stranger, it's been a year. I hope everything's well. I'm sending you love. I hope everything's good in your camp. Like, I'm proud of your success. She was in a relationship uh, with someone in the UK, and she's living with us. So I was like, I hope that's going amazing. I just, at the bare minimum. A little, a little f- sprinkle in there. No, I, I just legit just wanted to be a, I legit just cast a line at because I'm like, you know what, it's been a year. We're both adults, and I, let's just f- move on, and I hope everything's sweet because it's really awkward when I'm out and I see her friends, and they all hate me because... Because I was a bit of a dick, um, so I was just like, whatever that happened. And then she's like, yeah, sweet, like let's move on. Um, she's like, legit, like nothing more than just be, like being on speaking terms is more than what we wanted. Uh, and then 
I was scrolling through TikTok and I was like deep in my TikToks. I was like, oh shit, this date's coming up. I may as well do it. You have to. I did, I did it this morning when I was about to jump in the sauna. And, and then you jump in the sauna and then it kind of blows up. <laughs> and crazy. then, wait, hold on. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just watch it together. It went, it went crazy. <laughs> and then, no, but the one that I liked the, the, more than yours was hers. <laughs> wait, let's you really put me on blast. Oh, putting, well, I'm happy that I got you right when it happened. Yeah. It's, it's in my likes. Hold on. Uh, that's that's, that's got nothing. That? That's yeah. got nothing to do with it. me. That's got nothing to do with me. Nothing. <laughs> so now that we <laughs> now that we've crossed that line, so where do what do we think about um the developments of this morning? Does it? No, I just like there's. there's Don't tell me nothing. Like there's no. There's legitimately not. She's fresh out of a breakup. I just finished uh-huh. seeing someone. And perfect. <laughs> no, she needs time to grieve. Okay. I need time to like. I don't even know if I like her anymore. I, she doesn't even know if she likes me anymore. It's legit, like straight, fr- like v- vanilla, like friendship. Like we're speaking in terms. We don't. We're not even talking that much. It was just more so like, hey, I want to just squash this because I had my, a life changing experience with this person, and so did she. We like our lives changed together from this Netflix show. Why do I want to keep looking back at that, especially you know a year, two years on, and then go, oh shit, that sucks because we hate each other, and she did this and I did that. I was like, fuck it, I'll be the I'll be the mature person. I'll cast a line and make sure that everything's fine and we can move on. And if she's out in LA, it's just not awkward because before, if I saw her out, she would have been like get this guy kicked out or I would have done the same and it just would have been messy but now I can move around like peacefully you know beautiful there we go innocent yeah. <laughs> it is it is alright I'll take your word for there's it there's nothing bad going on I promise what's, what's the biggest thing that you learned from that relationship oh that's very good uh, commu- like communication is is so so vital I learned so much uh, mostly in the breakup and, and how I deal with it and how valuable alone time is and having a break from your phone because it's it's one thing to date someone and break up and tell your friends that they're a piece of shit or whatever but it's also one thing to do that in front of the whole entire world and then your ex saying that you cheated you saying that she cheated and then lies being sprung like and it just being put into like a big mess and toxic mess so i think like it was it was crazy for the show to air but then you know off the back of that i have to deal with like the messiest grossest most disgusting breakup that I've ever been through, especially when, when my heart was still like, I fucking love this person. I just don't know how to communicate it because I don't know how to talk to her because I've never been in this position before. So now I feel like I have a way better understanding on who I am, what makes people tick, and how to like approach a situation like that instead of going, fuck this, I'm going to shut off and, and kick her the fuck away from me. Would you consider, do you think that you were at rock bottom after that relationship or that breakup for sure yeah I, I I've never I've never had so many dark days I remember I would just legit just drive and cry like I would just and it was crazy to think to me that everything that I ever wanted in this entire world was I had it I was at, I was at my fingertips but I was just so upset because my best friend and the person that I you know thought I was going to be with forever that relationship crumbled at my own fault because I just didn't know how to talk to her about what was going on in my head. I just just freaked out and self-sabotaged. How hard was it to also, you know, 
have the, the, the relationship end the way it did, but then, all, you know, you're also in the public eye. So you have people commenting and, and yeah. really adding fuel to that fire. It's it, it's one thing for a comment. Like, I, it took me a while to get used to reading bad comments and not entertaining because I'm mm-hmm. like, this person's 12 years old. They don't actually know me, and they're just somewhere in a random city, and they're right. bored, and they're trying to wind me up. It was another thing to be out and have people, like, yell at me and call me, like, a cheater and a loser and all this shit. That shit really stings because my goal is to entertain and make people laugh. So when I'm out and people aren't happy and having a good time and aren't excited about talking to me about whatever they're doing, and they're, but they're attacking me, I'm like, oh, that, that's what really sucks. And then hearing that my mom was getting abuse and stuff like that, that was the worst, worst part out of all of it. But now, you know, we, we live and learn. It's not like anyone's going to be an expert at this stuff and how to deal with public perception and public uh, opinions and stuff like that. So it, it took me a minute, but we're, yeah, we're, we're moving forward. Now, if I told a, a 15-year-old Harry Jowsey mm. that at 23, almost 24, in a month, yeah? Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> I, I try to come prepared. Damn. But uh, if I told a 15-year-old Harry Jowsey that at 23, he'd you know have the following that he does, the success yeah. that he does, um, be on a Netflix show, and I know a, a new one, yeah. Right now, um, you know what would he what would he have said to me? It would have just said, "Go fuck yourself." It's not happening because I legit was a very different path. I was a I was a degenerate kid. I got kicked out of schools in Australia. I had to go to school in New Zealand. I was worse. I was blowing up toilets. I had a fight club at my school. We had these things we, we call them towel fights. So we wrapped towels around our hands. We beat the shit out of each other till the towels fall off, and that's a round done. And you do that until you guys have your your beef squashed or someone's knocked out. So I was just like a little. How old are you when you're doing that? Like uh, 15, 16, 17. 17 was the year I graduated. So yeah, it was it was wild. So I think I would have. I was I had a very like fuck you mentality, so I think yeah, I'm a very different person. But I needed all this shit to happen to get to where I'm at for sure. Where did that f- or why did you have that fuck you mentality? Um, I think it's the entertainment side of me. Like I was always like the class clown. I was like shit, I can make people laugh. I better like see if I can do some illegal shit by having a fucking fight club at my school and, and blowing up toilets and trying to make my friends laugh. So yeah. What did you hope or think that your life would be um, when you were 23 or 24? I don't even think I I, pl- I didn't even plan. I didn't have goals. I didn't manifest. I didn't do anything. I just all my biggest thing was is I saw my dad as like a a, a success. I'm like cool. My dad, it, his company did two million dollars in a year. It was the biggest year yet. And I was like wow, that's crazy. That's a wild number. I'll, I want to be half as good as him. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to take over the family business. And I'm like shit. And then we <laughs> then this stuff happens. And I'm like you know that's just not dreaming big enough like that. For my small town, like that's awesome, and you know, very and hats off to him. He did. He worked very hard to get to where he's at, and it's really, really awesome. Very proud of him. But I come here, or like I start dreaming bigger, and I'm like, damn, it's just nowhere near where I need to be. And especially if you do it, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let's just scale it up now. At what point did you realize, like, oh, like I can do things that are bigger than what I ever thought I could do? Uh, it only hit me recently, to be honest. Really? Like, like how, how long? Um, probably like last week. Yeah. I, I'm not even kidding. Because really? I, I spoke about it uh, briefly before, but I have these orgone pyramids in my house. And I'm not sure if you know this crystal shit or not, whether you're into it or not. It the shit ha- like shit happens when I have these around me. It's very, it's very bizarre. And I don't know if it's the power of thinking that they're working and then yeah. me working as well, or there's just like magic in the air. But I'm a huge manifester. I'm very into this shit. And I have this thing. And I know like if people aren't manifesting or they aren't talking about their goals or they aren't 
you know, trying to put shit in action to make it happen. It won't happen. But for me, I have these little organ pyramids in my house that have like crystals in it. There's like weird, you don't like, I'm not like sitting in my house going like, hey, yeah, 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 like dancing around and shit. I just put them in there. I write my five goals and I put them underneath it. Bang. And then I have got like three in my kitchen. I just ordered this big fuck off one that's like this from this Brazilian guy that puts your goals actually into the rocks. It's crazy. I, w- I went deep. Like I had a big late night, but um, I got these four in my kitchen. And every time me and my roommate come home, we have like a couple of dollars we'll put underneath it. We're like, oh, we'll double it, put it underneath the pyramid. One day I put um, two of my platinum Amexes and a gold Amex. And I was like, I put it, that's going to turn black. I was like, those are going to turn black. There came the black card. And, it, and the black card came. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. I was like, I'm, just, I'm not dreaming big enough. Like, I don't know what's going on. How to, like what the fuck is going on? And then my roommate was some sh- some sh- crazy shit happened with him, and it happened within a month. And we're just like, you know, we're not dreaming big enough. We just have to take it a step further because we have our goals that is on a whiteboard in the kitchen right beside all this shit. So you see it every day. It's like subconsciously planted at the back of your head that that's what you're working towards. And it like all this shit starts happening. I'm like, fuck, damn, like. I need to just step it up. Like, I just really need to think of something obscure. Like, maybe I want to be the, the first Australian on Mars. Maybe I need to write some shit like that because who knows, I might end up on the moon. I believe you could. <laughs> no? Why not? Why not? I, I, actually, I actually feel like that could definitely happen. I've got a connection for, like, uh, what's his name? Is it Richard Branson or Russell Branson? I can't say his Richard name. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Uh, I actually got invited to go to like Necker Island with them or something. So that would actually be that's actually possible. <laughs> I gotta put it on the board. <laughs> Have you taken a second though to to appreciate uh, the success that you've had at least so far? Every time I'm sad, every time I'm down, every time I'm like, oh shit, you know, because uh, I think with reality stars and reality TV is we have a month where we're very hot. The show goes up, followers go up, everything's crazy. And then probably for um, a year after that, everything like dwindles off. And now it's at a year, so everyone's like followers are starting to drop off. Everyone's losing followers. Uh, um, everything's like very slowed down. But I've, you know, worked hard to keep things moving. But I've had a couple of moments where I'm like, oh, shit, like I'm posting this many times and on Instagram followers are going down. And I'm like, damn, like, bro, I started with 100,000 followers. I still have 3.6 million on Instagram. But TikTok's pumping, YouTube's pumping, everything else is pumping. I was like, you just need to relax, stop worrying about it. Uh, you know, one platform is is stagnant, and the other ones are growing like crazy. Uh, you just have to keep putting passion into what you're doing. People will still enjoy it. Now, as someone who's who's in that scene, mm. how much does you know those those numbers, those follower counts, those views? Uh, how much does that matter to you? I think uh, initially it was like, wow. This is great because you, your dopamine's just fucking yeah. flying through the roof. You're like, damn, this is crazy. Shit's blowing up. Like the day I hit a million followers is the day I hit two million followers. Wow. It was insane. The show was going nuts. I remember my friends come over. We had all these balloons said, congrats on a million followers. I was like, wow. <laughs> and then at night, it's like 10 o'clock and I refresh it. It's two million followers. And I had to have a Xanax because I was, I was melting. My brain was in overdrive. Like I was red. I was sweating. I was like, I don't know how to deal with what's going on. Like this doesn't, this doesn't seem real. All this shit doesn't seem real whatsoever. So initially, it was like, cool. Like it's a numbers game. Let's bump it up. But now I'm like, no, it's actually about in like being in, like being an influencer, as weird as that sounds, but entertaining, like putting content out that you know is going to make someone feel better about themselves instead of cool. I'm I'm being a narcissist. Feed my ego. It was it, it just my mentality completely switched, and I've noticed with 
a lot of my other like cast members and other people from reality TV stars, their whole mentality is like, what can you give to me? I'll do this brand deal back to back to back. Whereas I'm like to my team, I'm like, hey, if I'm posting two brand deals in the same in a in a row, I'm doing something wrong. I'm not here to push money and, and brands and stuff like that. I'm here to have a strong connection with my fan base and like really lock into them. If you notice, like most like for the first hour I post, I'm replying to every single comment I can. I'm sitting there just pumping through it. If it's a negative comment, I just ignore it, but pump through as many as possible because I wanna have an intimate and close relationship with the people that invest their time into me. There's, there's only one thing we get in this life that we'll never get back and it's time. And if you give me your time, I'll try my best to give it back to you. Do you ever feel like you have uh, too much or, or a huge responsibility now that you have, you know, a very loyal fan base and a lot of people that, you know, look mm. at you on a, on a daily basis? Um, that's a good question. I feel that that one really hasn't hit me yet whatsoever like i still do whatever the fuck i want i post raunchy shit um i'm like very like i posted a story the other day i'm like oh maybe this isn't ideal for brand but i'm like whatever like the story was like oh post for this date 25th of december which was christmas and i posted a story from that date where i had a video where i was saying merry christmas everyone i hope someone ties you up like christmas pig and eats your ass shit like that i'm like you know what this probably shouldn't go out, but I'm like, nah, it's me. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, I'm not really worrying about anything. Um, I haven't really had someone go, hey, you influenced me to do this. Haven't had that yet, but uh, I feel like that'll, that'll probably, like, hit me at some point. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. Do you think that some of the re- – and I honestly think that, you know, when you look at the, the TikTokers, the influencers, mm-hmm. there's a lot – I mean, you probably know way better than I do that there's a lot of fakeness. and For sure. Um, but I think that one of the reasons why people like you and really one of the things that I respect about you is – through this, you know, catapulted fame and mm. success, you've stayed yourself. Do you think that that's, uh, you know, just thinking right now, it, mm. do you think being Australian, uh, being from where you are, maybe the way you were brought up um, plays into that and not not being one of those people that grew up in the States or in L.A. or around that? I think it's the people I have around me. Like, okay. I, I have business people around me. I'm not with influences. I'm not with people that are going to feed my ego or anything like that. I personally feel like I have just scratched the surface. There's people a million times bigger than me, and I feel like that even though I've achieved a lot, I'm still very like small scale. Uh, and I I don't really give myself a pat on the back or like sit down because I don't want to feed into that. I don't want to sit down and be like, oh yeah, I'm this shit. Like go back to my hometown. Like oh fuck. Like I still like Facetime my boys back home, and I'm like, oh your teeth look fucking shit, and they'll they'll abuse me. Like oh you get like wrinkles on your head. like. It's just a very like my friend group is as real as it gets. They're real people. Everyone does real jobs and has real business and has real life stress. Whereas LA is a fantasy land filled with people that are trying to put on a facade and like put on trying to get in this room with this person and that person. Like that's why I feel like I have a lot of very high profile friends and people who want to hang out with me because I don't care about this stuff. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're a shit person, if you come up to me with some sort of attitude or whatever, if I see you out and you can and you can feel your energies off, no one's gonna fuck with you. Like people have very good gut instincts and they will tell right away if your shit is is not where it should be so yeah we ran into uh alex cooper on the way out she i think uh, she was recording before with uh josie uh conseco no way oh that's gonna <laughs> no you could have dropped the number. no way you should have filled with josie oh should have been here 10 minutes earlier i hope she didn't blast logan <laughs> fuck um damn it but she said 
uh, and Alex Cooper are actually really nice. Um, She's great. She really is. Uh, she was saying, well, I asked her jokingly, like, is there something I should ask Harry that you didn't get to mm. ask him on uh, both editions of Color Daddy? Yeah. She said something with regards to, are you, are you thinking about moving back to Australia? Um, no, I want to retire there. You want to retire in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, I want to do like what Chris and Liam Hemsworth did. Come out here, blow shit up, make their millions and get their wife, move back to Byron Bay in Australia. How do you, how do you personally measure your success? Is it financial? Is it <sighs> follower count? Um, that's, that's a tough question because I feel like no matter where you are, the goalposts will always move. No matter who you are. Like I remember when I was back in Australia and I'm like, man, if I can make $1,000 a week, like, that's perfect. 52k a year like that's crazy that's awesome money and then like now I'm like oh, I won't even entertain it if it's under six figures so I just feel and now I feel like I don't have any sort of success I'm like I, I still feel like I'm where I was when I was like 17 18 but I'm just like a little bit have a little bit more clued on about it so I don't know I feel like the goalpost is always going to move but I think that's ideal because that keeps the fire alive and that keeps the the train moving forward whereas a lot of people in this space will get you know make their million dollars and then get complacent and then dwindle off they won't post anymore they'll they'll fuck around and then like it's just yeah it's just a weird industry would you say that you're equally as happy now uh, as you were maybe when you know when you thought that a thousand dollars would be the dream i think Mm, that's that's tough as well because I think I'm definitely equal like equally as happy but more there's a lot more stress and like uh, things to worry about now whereas before I was kind of like carefree didn't really care about much just get fucked up with the boys have a good time whereas now I have to like be a little bit more cautious with what I put in my body where I go who I be seen with like what happens Stuff like that. So I think I'm I'm definitely still like equally as happy, but uh, a little bit more in my own head. Like I think about shit a lot more. Whereas when I was younger, back in Australia, didn't think about shit. Just really just fucked around and didn't really care. What do you What do you do when you? Because you mentioned it before we went live mm. that you uh, you think a lot or you're maybe an overthinker. Yeah. Um, what do you? What's your go to when you when you catch yourself overthinking? Like oh fuck Harry, like don't think that or think um, this. I th- I. I self-reflect. Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, after this, I'll go home and I'll be thinking, like, unintentionally, I'll just be thinking about what's going on and how I can be better or how I could have done it to make people laugh more and stuff like that. Um, when I start overthinking things, I really just just really pull myself up and try and look for the silver lining. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe it means this other thing or maybe it means this thing or maybe I should be grateful that that happened and, and not stress too much because it's not... Uh, it's not going to benefit anyone in the long run. And also, like, overthinking is just, like, you're just setting yourself up to, to get anxious and, like, worried about stuff that actually probably isn't going on or isn't happening. So, yeah, just think about it like that. Is there one or two people or maybe more that mm. you go to when you catch yourself either overthinking or um, maybe you're in a, in a worse place than usual? Well I, well, I always call my best friend. Uh, he's my manager, Jeff Duncan. He's a very successful businessman. Uh, he's been around. He's been dragged through the mud many times uh but he's essentially my first port of call and then it's my mum. uh but i don't like to stress my mum out too much because i'm in a different country she doesn't really get to see me much so if i tell her anything she'll fucking have a meltdown and i can't i can't risk her losing the plot because she'll drink way too much wine <laughs> and then i have to deal with that <laughs> yeah what's it been like for your for your family to see you um you know on this, me- <laughs> on this meteoric rise mm. well I don't think it's really hit anyone. 
Really? Like my mom, I knew it hit my mom when I was at, made it in the local newspaper, and I was in the newspaper in Australia, like the front cover. They said top fifty reality stars that have made it, and I was number one. I was like, damn, this is crazy. I was very thankful. My mom was absolutely pissing her pants. She was so excited. Like I've never seen her so excited and so proud. I was like, mom, you know, it's a, it's a little bit bigger. Than you're this. you're a mama's boy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, but I was like, you know, it's a little bit bigger than Australia. Like, it's just tiny, <laughs> tiny. There's a lot more that's happened. Like, just Google it, please. But she's that gets me excited when she's excited about that stuff. So it hasn't really hit my my family. I've had like um, I've got half sisters, and they've they've popped up time to time. My brother tried to, um, but. It's just a very dysfunctional family regardless. So I just kind of keep to myself about a lot of stuff that goes on. I just tell my mom everything that, that happens. So, yeah. I, yeah. Was there ever any fear when you were on Too Hot to Handle that, you know, oh, fuck, my, my mom's going to see this or certain people are going to see it or not? I'm going to be honest. The first time I ever did cocaine, I called my mom uh, and I told her exactly what oh, was going on. you're good. For yeah. She, she said, go on and fuck everyone, Harry. And I was like, mom. And she's like, even the ugly ones, just do it. And I was like, mom, I can't. Like, please, please. Let's let's relax. But yeah, when I was eighteen and I was in Spain, I, I called her and I said, "Mom, I don't know what to do." So we have a very close relationship. I tell her everything. Yeah. Was there ever any hesitation in doing uh, Too Hot to Handle? Never. There was. Uh, no, there wasn't. As soon as I knew it was for Netflix and what was going to happen, I was like, "Cool." There's no bone in my body that would ever turn turn down Netflix. You know, opportunity, big or small, I would never turn them down. So I was like, you know what? They they kind of found me. So I was like, fuck it. That's a blessing. What did you think the success would be like post doing that show? Did it did it match what it is now? Um, I had like pretty crazy ideas, but it was the first ever, you know, one of the first ever reality TV shows. So it was very hard to gauge. It was very hard to like figure it out, especially um, being on the show and not knowing what scenes going to get put in and stuff like that. And I think that's the biggest issue with reality TV is when you're on a show like that, it's the craziest month of your life. You have to leave. You have to pretend you forget about it. But once the promo starts... You're looking for every fucking clue that there is. Like I remember when the, um, excuse me, I just burped my mouth. Um, I remember when the when it was on Netflix and we saw the poster and you could see some people and some people were hidden. Okay. Everyone's like scaring it, like oh my god, there's my foot. Like posting on their close friends, like circle, like oh my god, this is crazy. Blah, blah, blah. That's me. That's me. That's me. Everyone's like searching for that like validation and stuff like that. It's one of the most nuts times when you're waiting for a, a show to come out because you've told all your friends about it. You're excited. This is a life-changing opportunity. We had no idea it was going to be anywhere near as big as what it was. No. We got told it was going to be in December before uh, the new year. So it was going to come out a lot quicker. I'm like, oh, cool. That's going to be great. But it came out in the middle of fucking quarantine. It couldn't have been better for anyone. No, it nothing, was No one had anyone, anything to do. It was legit like one of the biggest blessings. And I'm sorry to say that COVID's a blessing, <laughs> but it, it was for, for the show. Obviously, I'm sorry for anyone who's had losses and stuff. And I don't mean it in a way to upset anyone, but for the show, the fact that everyone was home and you know locked in. And watching this, and most importantly, laughing at us because we're idiots. What was? The, what do you think is the biggest misconception about reality TV? Um, everyone thinks it's like scripted and like, okay, like this is what goes on. They literally put us in a house. They put, there's 64 plus cameras around. There's microphones. There's 
cameras in the showers everywhere well not in the showers but like outside of it but everywhere and people are like oh no it's definitely like scripted like harry thought about saying that it's like no i went in hot and heavy and i'm like you know what? i'm gonna fucking do what i can to, to make it a good show now for the people out there listening that haven't watched it mm. um i think there's so how does it work exactly with regards to if you do something sexual it's like they're different they're different tiers of like yeah. money that you're docked correct? yeah yeah i'll put it i'll put it in like simple terms so there's like 10 people they're all horny they're all drunk uh and everyone has like big egos and pretty much wants to fuck each other uh we get put on this island and we get told hey you're young you're horny you've had sex with way too many people let's slow that process down let's give you a chance to build a deeper connection and something that actually makes sense so there's no fucking there's no kissing there's you can't beat yourself off in the shower can't do anything so you lose money like a kiss is like three grand hand job and blow job is like six sex is like 20 now what happened now if you go straight to like sex are Mm -hmm. the rest all encompassing uh no no i don't think so no i think oh actually no 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 because oh yeah no no it was it was i was just thinking about (laughs) the night that me and francesca went crazy (laughs) Yeah, we that was you, a long night. That was that was awesome. <laughs> you had to probably get everything that you wanted. Everything, yeah. Like it was it was Did you think were you thinking about the money in the back of your mind? Nah. I was <laughs> like I was like everyone's gonna be so angry and I'm having a great time. I was like, we're having so much fun in this room, everyone's gonna be pissed. Would you would you do if they had a too hot to handle season two, would you It is, it's coming it, out. When is it coming out? At June, I believe. Yeah. And then there's two and three coming. Yeah. It's crazy. Are you excited for that? I'm hyped. That, here's the weirdest thing that I don't get. I don't get why other reality TV stars get jealous. Like, it's a, it's not about you, you sausage. Get out yeah. of your head. Like, <laughs> a lot of these people that I'm friends with, like, oh, my God, you know, the next season's going, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm fucking hyped. What the fuck are you talking about? We get another season. Like, we're not in it, but, like, the fact that, Netflix believed in us and believed in what we created so much to do another season. Like, that's a success. I don't know why people get, like, jealous or, like, scared. that It's like with money. People are, like, freaked out that there's only, like, a certain amount of money in this world. There's so much money to be made for everyone. Same with, like, the fame and whatever you want to do. Like, there's so many opportunities to be big. Like, there's hundreds of, you know, successful people and internet stars and, like, internet, like reality stars. Like, that's why I don't get I don't know why people are so fucking worried about it. But I'm like, look, we're on Netflix the second season, the third season comes out. It still says season one. We haven't gone anywhere. Like Love Island, you disappear. Like you're on one year, you're gone the next. But we're still there. Like we're not going anywhere. Why? Why are you worried? Like they bring more out more seasons. We keep going. Like it's great. So yeah. now speaking speaking of money, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. also curious. You yeah, because we talked about it a little bit earlier before, but. You know, when you're when you're making, you know, X dollars and then you have a huge hit yeah. and you start seeing new money or yeah. big money that you never thought. For sure. For you, is that uh, obviously it's exciting, but um, does that ever get overwhelming or does that, you know, the idea because because also then mm. you get a little taste of more than you want even more. Um, what's that process been like for you? Because it's probably been pretty quick, I imagine. Yeah, I think the first month we did with the show had just on merch sales from a store that I created. I was like, fuck, I need to do something. I like, created a store, did it. Uh, we, I think we did like 60 Gs in the first month. It could have it been way better I, I, because I built the website. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I was like, I just need something. You made it yourself? Yeah, and, and I need, Holy and I designed it. I did everything. I was like, I need to have something. It was legit print on demand. Fucking max those fuckers out. I had to change my card over so many times. <laughs> Cause it just kept it like so fun. It was crazy. I'd wake up in the morning, there'd be like a like, couple thousand dollars there. I'm like, this is crazy. People go mental for this shit. And it, I could have done it a hundred times better, 
But seeing all that come in and it was really exciting. But also my biggest thing is I'm very blessed that I have Jeff. So Jeff, again, my best friend, manager, very successful guy. My issue is with people my age, like I see all this money coming. I'm like sick. Like I can get a new watch. I could do this. I could do that. Whereas he's like, let's think long term. Like let's be strategic. Like you actually don't need to have another car. Like I was like today, I'm like, I'm going to go get a Lambo. He's like, you don't need that. Why do you need that? And I'm like, well, because I want to have it on the weekends. He's like, oh, you want to spend X amount of dollars just to have a car on the weekends. What are you whipping in right now? I have a Mercedes AMG. Like it's sick. Like it's 2020 model. It's sick as fuck. And I just got it murdered. It looks great. But um I'm very I'm very blessed with him because I just won't spend and I also have like great accountants but I just won't spend money that uh I don't need to and and I I spend like not much money at all cuz now I'm not drinking I'm not going out I'm really like just really focused on like business and stuff like that I just don't look at it as my money like I'm a company and I get a salary so I just like that's not mine I'm not going to touch it uh if I need to talk to someone about it I'm like Cool, we'll go through, but also like we also owe like a fuck ton of money in taxes, so I'm just gonna wait till that hits before yeah. I start. Before <laughs> start taxes start. hit different yeah. when you're making your money now. <laughs> yeah, before I start buying like bus towns and shit, I was like, oh fuck. Is there one big indulgence that you've been able to to have? Um, uh, yeah, I bought my best friend a uh, really, really, really nice watch. Yeah, it it was that was cool. It was really that must good. Be a cool moment. Yeah, it was a cool feeling to like buy him a Rolex before I got myself one because that's my thing is. I had I was gonna buy an AP that was like iced out and crazy, and I was like sick. I, my friend was like, "Yeah, buy it off me. I'll give it to you for a couple of days." I wore it. I was like for 24 hours. I was sick, and then I was like, "Fuck, like, really? Like I'm turning into that guy? Like, yeah. cool." I was like, "This isn't like, this isn't money that's gonna like this isn't gonna go up in price. This is gonna go down. Like, and I want to sell it in a month because I'm bored of it and I want something else flashy." So I kind of just took a step back. I was like, uh, "I bought it myself a cardio bracelet." And I'm like, this shit's uncomfortable. It sucks. It's I'm worried about scratching it. I'm like, this is just stupid. I just put it away. I don't care. Um, so yeah, it was really a really good feeling to 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 number number one buy myself a car, especially a car of the spec that I have, and then get my best friend the Rolex. But now I'm planning like a putting like a, a fair bit of money into a birthday trip for me to just fly all my friends like maybe on a jet down to Mexico or something and just have like a crazy weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. You gotta tell them to put their phones away. Yeah, I'm 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 hyped because I'm my biggest thing is it's it's great to earn all this money and like do this shit like and um, I'm not saying uh, I'm super successful in any way, but it's really good to do all this shit. But it's also even better when you can give it back, mm-hmm. like when you can look at someone in your team that isn't doing as well, and you can just send them money and just not worry about it. So I'm I'm very blessed. Like even you know one of my best friends, whenever he He's like, oh, I want to, like, I always get his Ubers. Uh, if I'm bored, whenever I'm bored, I just send him money. I'm just like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm chilling. I was like, here's $500. And then my other friend back in New Zealand, I think that was one of the, the craziest things is I didn't realize that, like, I'm very privileged to be where I'm at. And the fact that I could just send him a couple grand because I'm bored. And he sent me a video of him back crying. And he's like 30 years old. He's like, I, man, you have no idea how much that means to me and what you're doing I'm like shit like the purpose of this shit isn't for me like yeah. I I'm not do, I'm not doing any of this for me like I'm doing it so I can make people around me like so happy and and taking care of like that's my goal my mom is I want to once I land this big deal that we're trying to go for once I land that I'll go home get her a house and, and just be like look anything you need I'm here and I told her it was a really good feeling when she's like I want to come to the states I was like trust me mom 
She's like, oh, just tell me when to book flights. I was like, trust me, you're never flying coach ever again. You're first class wherever you go and you're not paying for a fucking single thing. That was one of the most, the coolest feelings. Well, and I think, you know, I, I mean, I've been talking to you for like, what, about half hour now? Yeah. Um, and I think it's, you know, in listening to a bunch of your interviews mm. uh, and preparations for this, you could tell that, uh, you know, I think some people want to portray you as this mega douchebag. For sure. I and, am, and, by the way. Well, no, but and, and <laughs> like, like every, like, you know, like... You, like, don't you, kiss like, my like, bum, come on. I'm not going to kiss your ass. <laughs> but like you can be or like any guy can be, they can be mega douches. But I do genuinely think I've talked to, you know, a lot of successful people. Yeah. You can tell who who has that that big heart and who doesn't. And I genuinely, again, not to kiss your ass, like you genuinely feel like um, you you care about the people that you care about. I appreciate you about, it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that that's, uh, that's important. And I think mm. it's important, uh, you know, for, for young influencers and young people that are successful to yeah. see someone like you give back to your family or like that, uh, the recent, I think it was like a TikTok or something that you did yeah, it was crazy. Um, where you, where you helped a, a young girl, um, with her dreams. Right. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about. And I feel that's like it, yeah. the fact that you're understanding that now is important. Yeah, for sure. You know I just, I, mean? I also, it's, I surround myself with people that aren't selfish mm-hmm. or, They'll do anything they can to help you get ahead. So I have that mentality instilled in me. And then being around those people, then being given the opportunities I have, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's this shit isn't, it's a very sad and lonely life when you only do shit for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I know this one of these guys I used to hang out with, I've walked into Dior with him and he's dropped the 30 racks on shit for himself to he's just miserable. flex. And he is, he has no friends. Yeah. None of his friends that uh, that I've met him with and that used to go to his house every day, no one hangs out with him because this dude is so self-entitled. And I've never met anyone, uh, you know, with that much success and dollars in the bank that is like, he, w- he would tell us, you know, I'm the most handsome man in the world. And he'd be like to me, Harry, I would beat you in a fight. Like, you have no chance. This guy's 5'5". Five, five. I was like, look, if you step up to me, I will break your fucking nose. Like, I'm not even, I'll, I won't even have to flinch. Like, I'll headbutt you right now. And it was crazy for me to be surrounded by someone like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is how we get success. Maybe yeah. this is how we feel good. This dude's so lonely. He sucks. He's a miserable little man. With He's balding. And then we fucking, I meet people who are like, that have legitimate success and are happy and are doing good things. And it's only, they're only happy because they're just making everyone around them happy. Like they're glowing, they're a little lamp and everyone just wants to be around that person. So, yeah. And I mean, I I bet that you probably better than anyone have seen kind of the, what living in LA can be like with, Mm. with those people. Do you feel like the majority of the people that you've met, you know, like the influencer types, the famous types have been like the person you're describing or, um, for the most part been pretty... Pretty good. I think the successful ones are always like, okay, you meet Charlie D'Amelio, you meet Dixie, you meet Chase Hudson, you meet Justin Bieber. Those people are the nicest people yeah. you'll ever meet. The successful people in this space, the successful people in any space are great people, are really nice. I found that being like, I just look at them and, and every time I see, like even Addison, we're neighbors. Every time I see her, she's like, hi, Harry, will give me a hug. And, you know, I'm a little bit, like, shy and get a little bit cold because I sometimes I just don't know if it's her or not. And she always will, like, run up, give me a hug. Very sweetest person. She has no reason. Like, these people have no reason to be so nice to me, but they are. Like, they're not, you know, they're not getting anything out of me, like, anything like that, but they're just great people and they're just, they're vibrant for everyone around them. So I think that true success is when you're, when you're a happy person. Well, I think when you're comfortable with yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, now, my question to you is mm. for you, you know, the Harry Jowsey name and brand, 
uh, is growing. Yeah. How do you continue to grow and keep that momentum and, and grow your brand in general? Um, I think my my uh, my motive my motives have kind of changed a little bit. And uh, where I was obsessed again, I said before, like obsessed with numbers on the screen and doing shit like that. Now my motives are how do I entertain people? How do I make people happy? How do I go? My goal is to follow Ashton Kutcher. Like that dude killed, like the perfect life path, right? He he did his thing, went on shows, acted, was in movies, and now he's just a very, very smart businessman, makes very smart decisions, uh, and he's got his fingers in a lot of pies. I'm like, okay, well, in, you know, in all honesty, like that's that's the guy. Like that's the guy right there. And it just uh, for me, it's just to follow the blueprint that's already been done and and make people happy and and try not to, you know, be a toxic piece of shit and have bad breakups. <laughs> Are we gonna avoid the toxic piece of shit bad breakups? I can't help myself. <laughs> I know they're making someone laugh out there, so <laughs> now it's about entertainment. <laughs> now speaking of, so yes, the one thing that we wanted to do um, mm. that I'm excited about, yes, is so for people listening out there. Uh, there's this new social network, yes. decentralized social network called BitClout. Now, I had seen that you mm. were on it. Um, I have been on it. I think I was really one of the, like, I've been on it for a couple months now. Um, and I know some of the big people in the space, so I, I've yeah. talked a lot about it. I've learned a lot about it. I saw you were on it. Yes. So I wanted to do something, uh, you know, kind of integrate when I was with you. Invest in your BitClout live, Damn. which is fun. Crazy. Right? It's a good time to do it as well. It's a good time to do it because it's a nice little dip. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do that real quick. Damn. But you know what? Do you have do you have access to your BitClout yes. on your phone? Yeah. Go on your phone right now. I actually had a meeting with a guy about this yesterday. Really? Now, one of the cool things, so I guess we should also make it a little bit educational for the people so they understand more what BitClout is or what it could be. Yeah. Um BitClout oh, for people shit. who are interested. What? It's it's down, yeah? My, no, my last browser opened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not good. Good thing the volume didn't play. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay. That was bad? Yeah, that was a, that was a big evening. I was into some weird <laughs> shit. Uh, do you want to share with the world or no? Nah, nah. You guys don't want to hear about what <laughs> I do behind closed doors. <laughs> oh, is it down? It is down. It's real down. But don't worry. Just just watch. Oh, just, oh hold on. Let me sign in. Um, so let's make it a quick educational. So for people out there that, that can learn a little bit about what BitClout mm. is or can be. BitClout is, uh, or their hopes for BitClout is that it will become kind of a decentralized social network that unlike the stock market where mm. you invest in companies, obviously, uh, you can invest now in people. So everyone that's on the platform can have their, their own creator coin of sorts. So crazy. I have my coin, Harry has his coin, um, you know, anybody can go on there and create their own coin and have people invest in them. And one of the things I think is really cool is some of the perks that people can have as being investors, right? So I don't know yeah. what some of the things that you're thinking of of doing for, you know, say your top 10 or top 20 investors. But, um, you know, I think that the, the opportunities are endless. Are you on it right now? Yeah. It's down, yeah? <laughs> Hold on, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, so. Now wait, hold on. I actually had a um, crazy meeting with this dude. You know Reed? Reed who? I don't know his last name, but he's the second biggest investor in creator coins. He put in $4.5 million. Ooh. 22 from New York. Motherfucker. C- crazy shit. I sat down with him, and we are talking about this stuff. So now's a really good time because he was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to invest. I was like, hold up. Wait, wait. What are we doing? So He's pushing the ready, button. You ready for it? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> go, uh, go on, wait, so go on, go on what you because you have. Yeah, I have go, 
Go to your wallet. Okay. How does this work? Because I think I spent all my hey, money on this. Once, once I invest in you, better start pushing the shit. Yeah, I have to. Oh, that's why I had your shit's going to go up. My shit's going to go up. Everyone's going to go up. They invest. I, I had, that, that was the thing with this meeting with this dude. He was telling me, like, he's like, you need to not sleep on this opportunity. We're going to help you manage it and, like, grow this shit. So, really good. I think he's going to put 50 G's in. So, you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Monday, on Monday. So, you're good. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Shout out to Reed. Put 100 while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, please. Now, wait, go, go, what, whatever what do you your wallet's at. Yeah. Okay, wait, watch this. I spent all my Bitcoin. Because I I, I, I don't know I don't know too much about crypto, but I no, put watch like this, watch this, watch this. Okay, wait. Right. he's doing it. Do we need the camera? Okay, cool. Oh, success! Now wait, wait, wait. Go to your, go to yours. Yeah. Okay. Now refresh yours. Tap anywhere to unlock your wallet. Go, go to your wallet. Nothing. Go to go to your go to your <laughs> Disappeared. <wallet>. Vanished. <laughs> <laughs> it went down. <laughs> yeah. It's gone actually crazy. It sh- yeah. It, it should have gone. You just you just tanked my coin. <laughs> <laughs> I just tanked. I wasn't buying. I was selling. Yeah. <laughs> Go, this is go, crazy. Hit your, hit your wallet though. It should um, it should refresh. Shortly. Are you gonna do this at every podcast? Because it's gonna be expensive process for you. No. Well, so luckily, well we can talk about it after. Okay. I was gonna say it's very expensive process. No, no, no. Fuck me, man. Because so I actually I can talk about this publicly. Do you know Evan Luther? Have you heard of this guy? No. Well, I'm plugging the shit out of him too. Uh, I had him on my show. He's mm-hmm. like this very big. He's big in the crypto space. I want to yeah. see this refresh live. Come on. Yeah. Go go go. Because now me. it's at now it's at like twelve. It should be at like twelve hundred something. So yours. Oh, wait for it. But yeah, what did you say? Um. Oh yeah, I think actually on the creators it takes a minute to to reload. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're a big shareholder of your own. Big time. Boom. Uh, <laughs> but what I think is really cool about or so Evan Luther actually yeah. he uh, he's big in the he's this Indian um, this Indian influencer who's huge in the crypto space. Actually, we'll talk about this off here too. Uh, he's with a group of huge investors. So yeah. um, and they've been investing in a ton of huge profiles. Wow. And I mean, it, it's crazy. I think what the opportunity can be with the platform. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, for someone like you and hopefully that, you know, episodes like this uh, where people get educated on how it could work, mm. um, I think is interesting because, you know, if someone like, for example, if someone really wanted to have uh, uh, a one on one meeting with you. Right. Yeah. If you said, oh, my top 10 investors or my top 20, they get a monthly one on one meeting with me. Mm. That all of a sudden creates value. Right. Mm. I don't know if there's things that you've thought of maybe of doing. Um, that could entice people to, to yeah. want to invest in you. Yeah, I was actually gonna sell my dick pics to them. Really? Yeah. So nice. now you're you're nice. on the list. <laughs> yeah. Check your inbox. <laughs> Check your snap. <laughs> no, I, I so I had a meeting with this guy about this stuff because I said, hey, like I don't know, and he's high level investor. Yeah. I was like, I don't know too much about it. I'm trying to learn because it's obviously going to be a very very valuable space in the next couple of months, yeah. especially when people can start pulling money out and when people can start, uh, you know. It's a little bit more fluid because right now it's a little bit glitchy because yeah, it's still the so beta glitchy. stage. Yeah, terrible. So I was like, how do I uh, how do I maximize it? He's like, you need to be posting once a day uh, and yeah. all this shit. So they're gonna help me like really really pump it up and because I don't know. I'm like, oh guys, get excited. They'll tell you about what's happening in the next couple of months. Yeah. I can't because I'm in an NDA. But I'm like, fuck. Like what? Yeah, I need to figure out a plan. So I'm I'm excited uh, for for have that. So come next next week by Monday we'll have a plan your coin will my quad. shit will go, you're go wait uh, go to actually go to your uh, I think it was a thousand dollars a coin okay, so on. on that it doesn't I don't think it updates right no. oh people are messaging me <laughs> who the fuck is this they're sliding in your DMs yeah hey there I just wanted to announce I don't know what you're doing how do they get in is there a request alright what do I do profile go to your profile go to your damn the coin just went up crazy yeah. <laughs> 
It's, so what is oh, that? you're the top. It's I'm, the top. The, I'm top. I'm right under you, right? Yeah, yeah. Look there, at you. there we go. I'm, t- I'm top five there. Damn, look at oh, you. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Hey, tell your read. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's go. Yeah. No, but it'll be, you know, I think it's a it's a really cool platform. I think people need to understand the risks um, because mm. obviously. Oh, you just got really serious. <laughs> no, no, but because, to, to, you yeah. know, you want it, you want people to to be smart. Yeah. Um, it's a new platform. Yeah. As you said, it's pretty glitchy. It's in yeah. beta. Uh, you still can't withdraw. You can buy and sell, but you cannot withdraw. I mean, there's actually different ways you can, but mm. you get it at like a huge discounted price. Mm. Um, and I'll talk to you about some stuff off here, actually, with some big investors that we could yeah. we could throw your way as well. Um, but I think it's really cool because I think now it gives people the opportunity to invest in people. And I, yeah. I, I personally just love that concept in general. I like yeah. the concept that you can buy your creator okay. coin, I can buy mine. Yeah, let me throw a curveball in here. This is what I'm worried about. Okay. Manufactured canceling. Mm. Has anyone thought? Have you thought about this? No. Because I could go to you. Fuck. Felix is really hot right now. I want to get his coin because I know he's got a show coming out in a month, two months. I'm going to put 10 G's into creating terrible articles going on Reddit saying that he <laughs> got drunk and like hit someone with his car. And, uh, and So much better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm playing. Some, cra- some crazy shit. And your coin can tank because people are like, fuck this. But, but don't I don't think, want anything to do with this. You, if in that case, it would be deserved. But if, if I molested someone or killed someone. No, but okay, but it's like manufactured canceling. So I could go and tank your coin right. and then in a month knowing that you right, was, yeah. that you have a great PR team that you're going to bounce back. Like Especially if I'm your friend and I know the ins and outs and I could seriously fucking be a little snake and then make my money on you yeah. when the new show comes out or when you... Uh, I, like when you clear it up, like I just think that that's a very dangerous game because now it's gonna need, uh, like, oh, the news is already not credible enough. Right. So now we're gonna need like some serious people, like, with like hand in the phone, like, hey, I'm with the guy. I agree. That is a, a, it's yeah. an interesting point. I think that that's definitely. I think that's a fear in general. Honestly, yeah. manufactured canceling for any canceling in general. Yeah. I think is is a fear on everyone's mind. But I do think I think another one of the fears is. Um, the fact that it's so volatile, right? Like yeah. tomorrow, if you sold your own coin, boom, crushes it because yeah. you're a huge shareholder. The same way that if, um, you know, that it would happen on any other thing where if one big investor pulls out, it really fucks everybody else. Yeah. So that's another that's another risk of the platform. Um, but in general, uh, I do think that it's a cool concept that like you can invest in yourself, right? Yeah. And I can invest in myself. Yeah. And, um, and that I can invest in you and, you know, and that hopefully because, and it's also, I think, uh, has a lot to do with, with social media and, mm. um, you know, if, if people could figure out how to get to BitClout, mm. um, and you did a swipe up feature every day, right. I'm sure people would, it would go crazy, but Dude, people still haven't figured it yeah. out. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's definitely a, a long-term play though. It's not like if you're, if you're listening to this and you've got like a thousand dollars and like, cool, I want to do it and then pull it out. Tomorrow, it's not. It's not that type yep. of situation. It's not that type of investment. It's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm comfortable. I have you know, you know, one to five G's that I want to invest and like throw it around. I like this creator. I feel like they're gonna keep moving forward. My issue is, is like it's very. I just couldn't imagine being you know like the you know everyday guy, but not and not knowing like what's going right. on behind the right. scenes. Like right. there's a lot of people that appear successful. So maybe maybe there might be lawsuits in this shit because it could be like fraudulent because it, there could be people that are like, oh my god, I've done, ten, I've got ten million dollars in my bank account, I'm about yeah. to go platinum, and this shit doesn't like flops. You know, there could be some issues where you know big shareholders like fuck over the creator, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe I'm just manifesting bad juju hey, for got, it. We but gotta, you got to write good things in the yeah in the manifestation. yeah. But I just think if you if you are listening, just make sure that uh, 
you're investing money that you're comfortable with yeah. not touching for like six months because okay. it's not a right now thing. 100%. It's like super early before this shit goes public. If you are uh, lucky enough to be on the platform, it's very it's very early stages. So if you have any money, put it into it because it will will go up. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. I had to ever. Uh, yeah, you ever. always have to do that. Or else you'll you'll catch lawsuits. Now speaking of canceling, are you? I mean, now that you're mm. in the in the in the public eye, yeah. is there ever a fear of of you know li- lies that would really threaten your career because I you know I'm I'm I haven't had that the that level of at least in the public eye yeah. um that you have but you know I think for everyone I think there, it's a fear of you know what happens if someone lies what happens if this happens or that happens and there's no way yeah. around to to tell the truth I think in yeah with with every situation it's very hard especially like dating and like trying to get to know people because I sometimes forget like how many eyes are on me and right. people who who look for me or or whatever so i'll just see someone and be just myself and like normal and not really care about what i say or if we got deals online or shit like that i'll be like whatever like i don't really care but um it, it is boring and i'm at a stage now where my entire team like if anyone comes over to my house they have to sign an nda really? it has to like take a photo of their wow. face if i'm about to hook up with someone there's a sexual consent form like wow. that says like my lawyer went into great detail because we're just not going to take those risks like we can't there's just we can't have you know even if it's someone you know like coming over hanging out snapping a photo of me in bed like asleep or like trying to make up a story that i did something that i didn't do so like you know we're not gonna take risks like that i feel like i've definitely been very like drunk and restless uh, reckless at parties so like when i when the show first started popping off like just not giving a fuck, like spraying champagne bottles inside and just being a dick and like a degenerate. So I think now it's like taking a, a bit of a moment to like step back and mature. It's made me mature a lot very quick. Does it, you know, does it kind of suck in a way that, you know, when you're I mean, hooking up with someone is one mm-hmm. thing, but trying to find like, you know, actual like romantic love mm-hmm. um, that, you know, you still, I mean, the people that you're going to be with still have to go through maybe assigning an NDA or a consent form or, yeah. you know, because I feel like that also can, uh, it can kind of, for lack of a better word, not kill the vibe. But yeah. like, you know, if you're about to hook up with someone, you're like, wait, hold on, sign this. Yeah. Even if it's maybe not exactly like that, um, yeah. it's still it's still an added layer to your personal life. Yeah, I, for sure. I think that it's just again, it's just like one of those things that we, you kind of have to do. Yeah. Like you have to make sure that like that's done, even though it's like awkward. But it's like a, a one time thing where it's like awkward, and then after that, like everything's fine. But. It's very interesting. Like I've been in, uh, you know, situations where I've been very close with a girl. Like very recently, we were seeing each other for a while. She's like, "Oh, why don't you post with me? You never post with me." I was like, "Because it's not about that. I. It's not like I'm trying to withhold opportunity. If you're my girl, I want to put you on absolutely. But it's like, when you feel like the intentions aren't right or pure, is when I start questioning shit. It's like, well, I give you my day in day out, and if that's not good enough, if you want followers from me, then you're not the person that I want to spend time with. Boom. And. Uh where do you see yourself five, ten years down the line? This is good. I love this shit. Um, so, goal is to be in a movie with Will Ferrell. I don't care if I'm a, <laughs> like, so random. That would be fun. It'd be hilarious. I just feel like that guy's like very awkward and funny and hilarious. Uh, I want to have my own Netflix series. I don't want it to be like one series. I want it to be like, yo, this shit's good, like punked, you know? Yeah. I want, that to, I want people to tune in and be like, shit, like, just if you're a sick day from school, shit you watch. Um, I want to have four multi-million dollar businesses maybe um, my goal is to have one that's a billion dollar business it's, I feel like it's achievable because I've got friends that have done it if it's real it's achievable it's my goal is it was my saying 
have that. I want to be on cover men's health, GQ, but I'm trying to do that this year. That's my thing. That's why I'm so sober and I'm trying to like focus in and like lock that in because I feel like that would be a crazy opportunity. Um, and then I want to, yeah, be a positive impact. That's just my thing. It's like I really want to be a positive impact if I, whether it's making people laugh, whether it's uh, helping clean up the oceans or whether it's just making someone's day a little bit better. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? Um, that I'm a narcissist. Yeah, people just think because it's you know reality TV, the narcissistic, dumb, drunk, idiot who doesn't really give a fuck about anything uh, and just wants to have a good time. Whereas realistically, like there's just so many. It's like I'm like an onion. I think a lot of these people are like yeah. we're all onions. So many more layers. And I think once you you know. Uh, once you sit down with some of these people that you think mm. aren't, you just realize that they're all, you know, just kind of like you. Yeah, very, very crazy. And then there's also, like, some people you sit down and you're like, fuck, there's just not a lot behind those mm. eyes. No. It's just it's just empty, empty brain. I don't know how you got this place to where you're at, but crazy. There's just some people like that. You're just like, fuck me, man. Now, <laughs> well, actually, one last question before. Yeah. And Alana actually came up with it. Uh, big into boxing. Oh. Where's this fighting? Where, where, yeah. what's, what's, where, where's that going? Um, in all honesty, I've been like behind closed doors. I've been training for a very long time because I grew up fighting. I grew up uh, boxing for a couple of years when I was at high school. Um, and I really do enjoy it. Like It's a really fun way to release energy, get fit and have a good time. And I found once I moved to LA, I kind of pulled myself away from that athletic style training. So regardless of anything, I just started boxing again to get that, the athleticism back and try and like tap into that a little bit more. But then I saw everyone's punching each other in the head for millions of dollars. You should get in. I'm like, sweet. How do I tap into this? Uh, and then, you know, there was a, a bit of a public beef between me and Jake Paul that kept dragging on and dragging on. And I'm like, shit, like maybe we could maybe we can make a money off a, some money off a breakup. Like that would be kind of crazy. I'm not all impressed with, uh, with you know, you're not impressed. I, I mean, look, you got to give him credit. Yeah, he's he, done well. He's do, well, he's done well yeah. as in like he's, he's done what he's had to do. Yeah. Put him in with a professional boxer. It's a whole there's no chance. There's no chance. There's no chance. That's the, that's the thing is any because I, I asked my coach every day. I was like, yo, like, could I take this to and, and this guy's like one of the big dogs that is in Manny Pacquiao's corner. Like, Manny Pacquiao was coming Freddie back. Roach? Uh, his name is Justin Fortune. Okay. So he's, like, his strength and conditioning okay. coach. Uh, so I train with him every single morning, without without a doubt. And Manny's coming back to train with us. Like, we'll so be in his fight camp. Um, but I asked him, I'm like, shit, can I take this kid? He's like, man, like, I don't think you get it. Like, as someone that's been in this thing, he's an amateur at best. Oh, for sure. He's over overthrowing his shots. Uh, it, like when when he jabs, like his his arm automatically comes down. He's it's it's got terrible footwork. Uh, he and even Ben got him perfectly with a nice little hook. But then Ben's ben, hands ben were out here. Ben can't strike. You know. Yeah, what I mean? ben I, I've had a bunch of UFC fighters on the podcast. I've asked them what yeah. it'd be like. You know, if you have an amateur. I mean, it's not even. It's not. There's even no close. question. It's not yeah, even close. Yeah. So, I think Jake is manufactured. Uh, he's manufactured the whole situation very well in his very, favor, and it's very smart. 100%. Uh, and I think, you know, he's moving towards like Conor McGregor and making that happen, which win or lose is a huge W. So like hats yeah. off to the kid. But uh, our fight may be happening. It's 80% done is what I got told. 80% there. So fingers crossed. When you say our fight. Me and Jake. Me and Jake. It's 80%. That's so what, that's you what could I got be, told. You could be next in line for it? Fingers crossed. Yeah. He said that 
from what I got told from the people that are working behind the scenes is Jake's 80% there. He's negotiating. He wants to do it. He wants to fight you. I'm like, that's great. I feel like it'd be good because here's the thing. No one, I'm just like some pretty TikTok boy. Right, right. I was on reality TV there fucking cried and gets drunk and fucks. No one has no idea about what we've been working on or what I'd look like behind closed doors or who I've been sparring with or who I've been knocking out. No one has any idea. So for me, I'm like, you know what? It's, it's an exciting opportunity because I get to come out and then get, if that happens, get a chance to shut him the fuck up because he's a little rat. But also, um, you know, embarrass someone who's been talking shit and then come out and get some new eyes, new opportunity and maybe fight someone else a little bit up the ranks later on. And you've got, you've got size, you've got reach. That's the issue. No one wants to fight me uh, as well. I mean, you're kind of, yeah. You're 6'5 with probably big reach too. It's, it, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably not a lot of But I get gassed easy, so <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Well, it, bro, if they make that fight, you'll also be a probably big underdog, I think, just because. For sure. That'd be great. I'll, I'll put my money on you. Yeah, I'll put my whole uh, fucking purse on me. What, if it, all right, assuming that it would happen, yeah. give me a, a, a final prediction. So you're going eight rounds, three minute rounds. I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't go past three for sure. So you're finishing Jake inside three. For easily. Easy. Easy. Yeah, he would. Like, here's the thing. That's. What are you hitting him with? What's What's the final combination? Uh, overhand right for sure. Overhand. Because right. that's one he finished. He so he finishes everyone on that. But it's either a left uppercut or overhand right, or probably both at the same <laughs> time. They're probably they're that quick. <laughs> <laughs> to, to wrap things up. Yes. <laughs> do you ever think about? I mean, you're young. Yeah. Obviously a lot of healthy years ahead of you. Do you ever think about the Harry Jowsey legacy? Oh, yes. Man, you got some fucking great questions. Thanks, man. Um, yes, because I always think, I was even yesterday I was like, fuck, man, I could die today. And what have I got left behind? Like, I don't even have a will. I haven't told my mom, like, what I want to get her, all this shit. What am I leaving behind? Like, because I was, I was speeding to my friend's house, which I shouldn't have been driving so fast. But I was thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, man, like, like people are just gonna leave some like comments on my photo. Or there's not gonna be like a charity. Or I didn't build a school. Or there's not like there's not anything. There's not like a um, a company that's like fully functioning by itself, where it's like actively making the world a better place. Or I'm not helping people with like f- fight the depression. So I'm like, man, I need to just work harder and and make um, make all the the shit that important that matters happen. Um, so I don't know. I don't have a I feel like I'm just, again, scratching the surface. Like I have so much more to do before I get to where I want to be and be the man I want to be. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm closer than I was yesterday, so that's all that matters. Well, Harry, uh, I'm rooting for you. It was an absolute pleasure to, to meet you, to, to get to know you, to talk to you, to have you on my show. And, uh, you know, I'm rooting for you, and I hope that, man, I hope that Jake Paul <laughs> It'd be crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> It'd I'll, be crazy. I'll bet on that third round knockout. Or just you by knockout, you straight up. Just I'm, invest in my big cloud. <laughs> that, shit will, that shit will go crazy after that. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit be nuts, huh? You'll be rich. I'll be rich. I'll be rich. Everyone will be rich. Dinner on me at Boa. <laughs> but uh, no, truly, uh, thank you for taking the time. It was awesome. an absolute uh, pleasure to have you on my show. And uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, you so much. That's Thanks, awesome. Bro. Thank you.